Welcome back to the latter side of everything. This may be the first of many Thursday episodes. Um, yeah, the rationale behind it, as I mentioned before, if in case you missed the episode where I talked about it, my Wednesdays are just quite, quite busy. It's the night that I seem to have meetings on. And also, if I don't have a meeting, Wednesdays are trivia. So, uh, yeah, and it's paying off because yesterday was our first win ever. Yeah, let that sink in for dramatic effect. Yeah, felt pretty good. But anyway, it's enough of me tooting my own horn into the show. Again, you know where to find us. It is on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and FeedBurner. Those are all the lighter side of everything. The RSS feeds. If you want to find old episodes, you can find it on archive.org. That's The Light Comedy. And The Light Comedy is available in blog form at thelightcomedy.wordpress.com and thelightcomedy.blogspot.ca. That's right, folks. We're back. So, into the episode. Enough of those plugs. Um, aptly titled. And again, we'll see how long this episode turns out to be. But, you know, I feel pretty confident about it. Um, what made me think of this topic is sort of a weird connection, but I'm going to podcast about it because I know he doesn't listen. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so my girlfriend and I are looking for places to live in the future, and my roommate does not listen to this. That is uh, how much I am not afraid to say it on here, and probably out into the universe. Uh, but I don't want him to know yet, obviously, because who knows when it'll be. Obviously, I'll tell him with enough time for him to decide whether he wants to take over the lease here or whatever he wants to do. Point is that you think uh, so many times in life we worry about any number of things in our personal, professional, academic, athletic, whatever walks of life that uh, we things we do, things we say that that might offend other people or, or might get us in trouble. Maybe not even offend, but yeah, like you got to wonder. Like I always think of it as the "Are you going to get caught?" factor and. I'm uh, I'm not a huge fan of of making things like that into acronyms because I'm like, oh, you're just so lazy. But um, the whole NIMBY and I, ugh, I still that's the not in my backyard thing. But uh, yeah, anyways, I don't know for that. But I. Uh, <laughs> I just think like yeah, it's obvious that he's never going to listen to this. Um, otherwise, he would have talked about something. But he most definitely does not listen to podcasts. But think about it: like how many times at work or in school or whatever, whatever stage you're at in your life, um, you worry about things that are just—they're not rational, but they're not fears or whatever. But they're more, you know, are you going to get caught? Sort of thing. Um, you know, I, I used to worry for a long time that people were going to see what I was, um, my work, what I, what I was doing on my phone. And not that I'm doing anything, I'm not looking at pornography or anything like that, but yeah, you know, I play games on my phone and, and, uh, I don't want to say in today's day and age, who doesn't sort of thing. Um, you know, and I'm on the chive and I don't, you know, I have no idea how that would go over, uh, 
I'm I'm a chiver, not a redditor. I'm sorry if I just lost some fans there. Not that there's anything really wrong with Reddit. I just prefer the chive. So, but you know, who knows if anyone would actually get mad about those things? But, uh, but I still obviously err on the side of caution, and uh, I'm not open about it. But when I say like uh, not going to see it, it, it's like if I was able to walk by and at a passing glance, you know, look at someone's phone, but people from you know across the room and, and things like that, like, are they going to? I know that's see versus hear, but. You know, that's what the theme of this this episode is, in case that was unclear. It's about things that, like, are they really going to hear it? Like, hear it, see it, well, smell it. People are going to smell it sort of thing. And um, <laughs> it makes me think of a, a funny one. Uh, <laughs> this one would be a weird one to explain if anyone ever asked me about it. But we, we moved into this new building at work, and uh, so, you know, it's it's what it is. I won't get into that, but the the toilets are the the guy's toilet is not obviously right in the open but <clears throat> pardon me uh the women's is down a hallway and the men's is right sort of the doors right before the hallway and uh yeah and it's right uh, in the accessible view or whatever now at the old place where where we lived uh, lived and worked i should say worked not lived you could hear like a flush from outside in the hallway or whatever. In this place, it's just a longer hallway, like a little bit of a hallway in the bathroom itself. And the reason that that's significant is that the toilet is just so weird. Like it, I honestly have to flush it twice. No, not because of any like size or anything like that or backing it up. You're a little gross, but because of, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, it does this weird, like, I want to say like a tenth of a flush. Like it just basically just like flushes like a centimeter of water down. Like I don't know how to, not any tangible measurement of anything. And so then you're just like, what? And then, but then it takes time to refill, like as if it's the whole tank. And I can't really describe it because the water leaves, but it doesn't all leave. But then I'm uh, I basically am, am standing there in the bathroom and I'm like, do I get out of the stall while it's refilling? I don't want someone to come in and be like, oh, don't go in there. <laughs> Wait. And then once it fills up after the first flush, it's this super high powered flush. Like like if I was to describe, I would refer to it as an industrial toilet. If industrial strength means anything, <laughs> like it just you know as uh, the women have said when I ask like ask them the the women I work with. And uh, normally, you know, don't make such broad statements as the women. But uh, the the women have said that their bathroom, like, I was like, oh, is the flow is kind of weird in, in the women's bathroom? And and they're like, no, it nearly, like, sucks you into the toilet. It's so strong. And I was like, oh. But that's what it does on the second one. Now, this might seem to you like, why is he bringing up this story? Well, because at this place, I was worried about it for the first few days. Then I realized that the way the bathroom is, no one's going to hear me flushing twice, and the only person who's going to do it is if someone comes into the bathroom sort of thing. And for that reason, I simply just stay in the stall. <laughs> but it's one of those things like you worry about. And, uh, yeah, you know, it, it goes into the obviously more philosophical and more societal 
issues for for people um you know the things we do in our car is what it makes me think of like Adam Kroll has a great saying about like they're not they don't know you they don't care about you and that sounds negative but it's not when you think about it um when someone cuts you off they're not thinking I'm screwing this guy over they don't care about you they're apathetic they're not oh they don't care about you we usually say that in a negative sense right but and realistically they don't saying you don't care about someone it, like literally I, I should translate to mean that like you just you're indifferent but uh, i don't care for that person is like i don't you know i don't have positive feelings but i have neutral um but basically that's what it is like in this case is they, they don't care it doesn't matter to them like good or bad like you know if someone wins the lottery to me i'm like oh that's cool like i i'm not happy for them i don't know them i don't know their situation i mean oh someone won it's just another thing that happens so when someone cuts you off on the on the road they're not doing it like to you or like because of you they're just doing it because of them and uh, we shouldn't take things so personally and, and make it about us um and the thing is that like so many things, you know, do they listen? Do they, do they watch? Do they see? You know, I get very upset when I let someone in into my lane and they don't give me the wave. They don't give me the hand. And, and I think like, but then I'm like, does that person, do they know? Like, usually I say to myself, like, do they think that they did that? <laughs> like, that they somehow magically, like, made me like slow up and allow them to get in ahead of me um but that but like but no like a lot of times it's just you know we're not very observant and especially men to to be very stereotypical in a lot of ways um i credit myself on being very observant and always knowing noticing like the slightest change in outfit or hair color and things like that i, I again for myself you know i attribute that to the mindset that uh you know i was in a degree that was 90 percent women and in a lot of ways i have the 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 mind traits of of women but we've talked about this before that obviously have the the left and the right brain and the male and female blah 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 but point is that when you're driving like so many things like you know there obviously there's a fear you're gonna get caught someone's gonna see you picking your nose or singing a song or whatever like i honestly have never ever worried about that like the singing a song one on like a highway um obviously maybe in you know bumper to bumper traffic or or things like that but but it's like on a highway like first off you can barely hear yourself sort of thing <laughs> and and who like who cares like does it maybe they hear you maybe they see you and that's the next evolution but does it matter to them like should it like does it matter to you like to put it back in your own perspective like you know, it's it's funny, and you know, you pull up at a light, and some guy, some uh, giant guy is uh, blasting Spice Girls. Like, yeah, it's funny. Like that, that's you know, something to be noticed. Eh, kind of, you know, an affront to the senses. If at at the worst, in my opinion, you know, as it should be, then uh, yeah. But that's all it is. Like, it's just, it's a thing, and uh, <laughs> but it really doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like that's the next thing. This is like what big deal and that's sort of you know for me like i i don't you know the term libertarian is associated in a lot of 
I would say negative context by you know conservative people, not as much by liberals, but uh, talking politically. But you know, in a sense, I'm a true libertarian because, well, I just don't care. <laughs> like, in a lot of things, like I'm very apathetic. Like I, I'm what I would refer to as an engaged apathetic person because when I say apathetic, I don't mean that I don't care. So, for example, let's talk. Uh, let's talk about you know getting off into a different tangent here. Um, women's rights and abortion in the states. I just think it's crazy that like these these men, these these senators, governors are are voting and ruling on women's rights. Do they care? <laughs> Honestly, like, what does it affect them? Like, yeah, they're their personal beliefs, but you're not a woman. Just the same way that a woman shouldn't be able to be like, well, every man should get a vasectomy at the age of twenty-one. Like, no, like, <laughs> you shouldn't be able to make that judgment call for people who are capable of making it themselves. You know, I'm making a real big political stand here. That's what I mean. Like, for that one, is is like, I don't, I don't care. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't affect me. If you want to be religious, if you want to do this, as long as you don't hurt other people and like you don't. And spread hate and all that jazz, you know. Obviously, I'm oversimplifying for this podcast, but you know, there's things I care about and there's things I don't. But the things I don't care about, like I don't vote them down just because I don't care. Like the difference between apathy and you know dislike of something. Um, and a lot of things to me, like that's almost a worser slight. Like if you know about something, but you just, you know, I always say like I don't wish them any ill will. Just goodbye. And that's sort of my motto for a lot of stuff. But I started to realize like it's a part of the the whole maturity thing that I'm supposed to be gaining. Is that I just I don't I don't care about so much stuff that the little things that, that used to bother me, sort of thing. Like, you know, as I grow up, and I'm obviously still continuing to do that, you know, I, I don't I don't play my music as loud when I'm at a stoplight or whatever, like in traffic. Um because not because I don't want to, but because, you know, other people don't need to hear it. And it's, you know, it's rude. Uh, other people do it. Um, but I don't, I don't look, you know, you, you occasionally look at other people's cars and oh, maybe you see them picking their nose or whatever or doing crazy stuff. But, eh, <laughs> eh, you know, I <laughs> one of those things. Like, that's all I could just do is keep going, eh, um, you know, I had a, I have to admit in my resume for a long, long time, I had a, like, not a spelling mistake, but uh, a choice, I guess you'd say. Um, and it, it's not in the most popular of grammatical choices, but it was a piece that someone helped me write way back when. And I just sort of like convinced myself that it was right. And eventually I just changed it. But it made me think that like, I've been interviewed by people who would probably disagree with that specific choice, but did they notice? Did they notice that one part? Like, how big of a deal is it sort of thing, you know? Um, someone was telling me a story at work the other day. Our, our accountant was telling me this guy he uh, went to school with, and he didn't do this, but uh, his friends were in a group project, and he they had to take like a marketing class or internal marketing or something and and in the the big term paper the group paper they they wrote the sentence um like let's just i don't know let's just call him eric smith i don't even remember the guy's name obviously uh eric smith did not do any work on this project 
and has not contributed anything to this paper. Otherwise, he would have edited this sentence out and submitted it to the professor, and he failed the class <laughs> because, yeah, they, he had no idea that was in there, and he claimed to have edited it sort of thing. Um, in that case, a little bit different for a teacher, but in a lot, a lot of things, like you got to wonder, like, are they going to read it? Well, to present the other side of the argument, yes. <laughs> in this case, there are things that do get read. Um, on the you know opposite story of that, like, are they going to read it? Where I went to school, we had to take this really dumb class that apparently a lot of people have not heard of, and I don't even know if it still exists anymore. But it uh, it was called Calm, Calm, as in C A L M, not Calm as in like communications or that, but Calm stood for Career and Life Management. And the class, what did we do? Well. I know almost every line to remember the Titans because we watched it so many times. <laughs> and that's not a joke. We watched it about seven times in that class. We made collages. We did a lot of useless stuff. Um, yeah. I don't really know what's the appropriate time, I want to say, to to stop doing collages. I've never really talked to someone who designs an education system. But I would venture that the correct answer should be when you're born. <laughs> Collages, and I'm going to take this stand right now, are useless pieces of shit. <laughs> I know I went real seriously over gangster for a second, but it's true. If you want to be an artist, be an artist. And if you, if you absolutely like to do collages, do them. Do them in your spare time. Whatever. Like, I, I'm not saying that they're not, you know, appealing. You know, I think it's neat when, uh, you know, my cousin had one. I don't know if my sister had one. A lot, of, a lot of girls have them from like school and memories of the year. And, you know, that's fine. Like on their wall, the printed photos and that, that's cool. But a collage to me is going through news, not newspapers, magazines and printing out, or not printing, cutting out photos of the things that represent your collage. And in this class, we had to do one for whatever the stupid subject was but it was like oh i don't care like <laughs> what is this teaching me it's not an art class <laughs> like, if if you're in art maybe even maybe if that requires some sort of talent to do that you know i don't you know if this was a bigger podcast and you know i had a lot of big art following well then i'm sure i would get some some uh, tweets or some comments, maybe even emails uh, about about my view on that. But it's like, I don't care if you like it. Again, I'm apathetic towards it, but I don't think you should force people to do an artistic thing and be graded on it for a class totally unrelated to your artistic ability or, or for that matter, learning capability. The reason I bring this class up is we had to write a paper. I can't remember what it was on, but it was about career and life management. My friend Nick, who I went to school with, submitted this paper for his biology, his uh, grade 11 biology, I want to say, to prove that the teacher didn't read it. And it's a brilliant strategy because what's the worst thing that's going to happen? And it's high school. It's not a super strict high school. The worst that's going to happen is he's going to go, oh, Nick, I think you're mistaken. You've submitted the wrong paper. But instead, Nick got a B plus on that paper, proving that Dr. Christie, that's right, teaching in a high school and is a doctor, 
which is weird. <laughs> used to teach in like Johannesburg, and then and then came back to cheer. Oh, this place I love the most. You're like, yeah, or they're the only place that keeps hiring you. Um, yeah, and I got a C plus, and I actually wrote a paper. I'm not necessarily saying that's against me, um, because well, that wasn't very good at biology, but the point is, is uh, he didn't read it. I could have wrote whatever. <laughs> you know, my mom often said that my English teacher, she figured had it out for me in grade 12. No matter what I did, it just didn't work well. Um, she said I should have taken one of my sister's 100% uh, Hamlet reviews, would write these little three-page review things and said I should have just taken it and handed in with my name. And my sister, marked by the same teacher I should mention, who got 100%, my you know my mom guarantees she would have given me a uh, a lower mark like a, a C. Um, this is the woman who I went and edited my paper like six times with her over over two weeks, and when I handed it in, I got a C plus on it, and I was like a C plus, and she's like, yeah. I'm like, you said it was as good as it could get, and she's like, yeah, for your level, that's as good as it could get. Some teachers need to be slapped in the face. This is the woman <laughs> I was mentioning that uh, I, I wanted to go back and staple my degree to her forehead and be like, honor all, bitch. <laughs> but I did not because, you know, I'm trying to be a better person. Um, yeah. Point is that, like, she didn't read it. I could have written whatever. And, and that's the message of the episode to sort of throw in a quick tie-in to wrap it up here. Um are people going to notice, like, is it something, you know, like, you do, is someone going to notice one eyelash is out of place? Uh, are they going to notice that, you know, your your handwriting, that your fours are weird? Like, how, you know, I'm just picking random things, like, people, you know, and if they do, is it a big deal? Like, that's the next level. Like, maybe it is to some people, you know. Um, but I think a lot of people aren't as observant as they'd like to believe. And then the ones that are, of that, there's even smaller percentage, I would venture to say, that are, uh, you know, caring one way or the other. And, you know, those that care, what, is it going to obsess with them? You know, like, who knows? But I, I don't think so. And that's my, that's what I'm here to say is like, you know, I bet you won't listen. And that's why the title, I hope, I hope people listen to this with such a playful title. <laughs> And uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. It was sort of an odd one and uh, got back to my roots with the real off-track, <laughs> off-beat thing. But again, um, might have to switch to Thursdays, but just Wednesdays are just becoming so busy for me. Um, yeah, and uh, go from there. More of an update next time, uh, more new things to come. Uh, thanks for listening. Again, you know, as always, my end plugs are just spread the love. And uh, thanks so much for, for listening and uh, subscribing, liking commenting all that i just say you know as the pizza 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 i say thank you thank you thank you and uh yeah spread the love y'all y'all until next time this has been the lighter side of everything hoping that you listen to this and that you care saying bye bye